0: Hello everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of Let's Talk Life where we talk living inspired, fearless, and encouraged. I am your host, Robin Terry. And as promised, we are going to talk baby mama drama this week. If you listened to my recording on the last episode, I talked about Hagar and Ishmael and how God still provided for Hagar and Ishmael, even though Abraham sent them on their way, he basically had to separate himself from them. Uh, but because God is who he is, he He showed up to take care of Hagar and Ishmael in their time of need. And so I decided that I wanted to do a series called Baby Mama Drama because Uh, We as mothers, whether we're married or single, we deal with baby mama drama issues. And it can be such a headache sometimes, a a really big headache. And so I'm going to tell you guys a story. So if you follow me, you know I always got a story to tell. So I'm going to tell you guys a story about my first experience with baby mama drama. Um, I was in my senior year of high school, uh, in case you guys are new to my podcast or my videos, I got pregnant when I was 15 and I had my daughter when I was 16 years old. So I became a mother at a very young age. I was still trying to figure out who I was. I was still the child and I was having a child. I had a baby and, uh, it was. A very, it was an experience. I'm just gonna leave it at that. The entire ordeal was an experience. So, I um, my first experience of baby mama drama. Uh, let me get to that. Fast forward, birth Ariel is uh, a few months old, she's probably, I think, a year old, maybe a little over a year old at this point. And I was. Um, working at a grocery store And my entire check Was going to Diapers, food, clothes Whatever whatever I could afford to take Whatever I could afford to pay for For Ariel My entire check Went, went towards it I was watching my friends work And go shopping My sister was working And she was going shopping And And it was driving me crazy that I couldn't take not even a penny out of my check to enjoy it for myself. I couldn't get myself anything. My entire focus was on my baby and taking care of her, as it should have been, because Ariel was my responsibility. And while I had, you know, a support system, I didn't want to put her off. Or like dump my responsibilities off onto my parents. That's just not something I feel comfortable with. And so I um, I spent my whole check on my baby. And I wasn't getting any help from her father. Uh, from the guy I had sex with. Who I once loved very, very much. I wasn't getting any support from him um, to help take care of her. and uh, I was bitter and I was angry. Because it was like he got off scot-free. And here I was holding the bag. And I was holding the bag alone. And I was frustrated. I was bitter, angry, frustrated, hurt every kind of emotion you could think of i was probably feeling it what can i say it was difficult so um there was this big blow up at school i was just really irritable and really irritated that day and i wanted to just break off in his ass about something and so um When I got to school that day, I was like, Yeah, I'm telling him off today. This getting on my nerves. He got me pregnant. He not helping me. I'm frustrated. He don't help me do anything. I'm sick of this. And so I got to school. I saw him in the cafeteria. I walked up to him in the cafeteria and I just started going off. Like all the other you know, imagine you in high school. You know, kids love drama anyway. I mean, as soon as I started talking, everybody, it's like the whole cafeteria got quiet. Like there was silence. All you could hear was robbing. And mind you, nobody had ever seen me uh, act this way because I was always quiet and smiling and talking to people. And nobody had ever seen me get into any trouble or like, let alone say a cuss word, really, like... I was just not a troublemaking kind of kid. But that day, I just didn't give... I didn't care that day. And so, I walked up to him. I started going off talking. And I was saying, you know, you were sorry, A, you know, N-word. And, you know, I'm trying not to curse here. Keeping it PG-13. Basically, you are sorry, A, N-word. You're not helping me take care of this baby. You know, I couldn't stand him. Like, I really could not stand the sight of him. He made me so sick. It bugged me that he was even able to sit down and enjoy any part of his life because my life, to me at the time, I was miserable. I was in misery. And so I wanted him to feel some of that. I wanted him to feel some of my misery. And so I went off on him that morning and uh there was like this big fiasco at school. You know, he by by the time I finished and you know I was trying to settle down and then the bell rang for us to go to classes, he started following me to my locker and he kept trying to talk to me and I was like, you know what, Nick, fuck you. I was oh I was like, Forget you, F you, get out of my face, slam my locker, went to my class. And it was I felt, you know, one would think that would make you feel better. But I felt even worse. Because in the process, I hurt my best friend's feelings. He ended up getting getting into a fight with my other good friend. Like, it was a mess. I mean, you had to be there. Um, anybody who was at school that day, everybody was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Robbing this. Robbing this. You know. Shonda, you know, it was crazy. And so, um, the point of that story is, never let your baby daddy take you out of your element. I said things like when I sat down and thought about it, after everything went down, I was crying and and I was even more upset in that moment than I was when I got to school. And I could not believe that I behaved the way that I had behaved. I felt bad. And I want and my best friend who got caught in the middle, um, she was upset because I took not not even trying to, I took my frustrations that I was feeling for the dude. Out on my best friend. And I wasn't even trying to. She just got caught in the middle. It had nothing to do with her. Absolutely nothing to do with her. And so the moral of the story is. Don't let that man take you out of your element. Don't let him get you into such a rage. That you start acting a fool. Cussing. Screaming kicking, trying to make him feel what you feel. Because let me tell you what, he is not going to feel it. He's just not. He's not in your mind. He's not in your emotions. He's not in your soul. He has no idea what you feel. I don't care how much you kick, scream, yell, shout, curse, throw things. He's not going to feel it. You're only going to make yourself feel worse. You're going to run up your blood pressure. You're going to act all out your element. You're going to ruin probably more relationships, more friendships, because you're so consumed by what he is and is not doing that you can't focus on what is going right in your life. So don't let it consume you. So if you have a problem with you know the sperm don- the sperm donor not helping you now. If you want to know what my definition of a sperm donor is, go listen to last week's episode because I laid it all out in that episode. So if you want to know if you want to know how to handle your sperm donor, um, it's simple, very simple. Don't get consumed by what he is and isn't doing to help you. You focus on yourself. You focus on your your baby. And you do what you got to do to take care of you guys. If you get so caught up in what he is and isn't doing, it is going to drive you crazy. You're going to do things and say things you wouldn't normally do. You're going to spend so much time thinking about ways you can hurt this man that you're going to miss out on the good things in life. Like, because, let, for example, with my friendship, okay, because I was so upset with him, my best friend got caught in the middle, and then she didn't talk to me for a little while, and I couldn't blame her. I couldn't blame her one bit. I couldn't blame her if she never spoke to me again because I hurt her. Not intentionally, but I did. I hurt her. Trying to hurt him, but I hurt her in the process. And he probably didn't give two cents. You know, he still went on about his life doing what he wanted to do. Did I get any help after acting a fool? No. Did I feel better after acting a fool? No. Did he change his ways after I acted a fool in front of everybody? No, he didn't. I was still on my own. I was still doing it by myself. So what's the point? What is the point in in cursing and screaming when it's not going to change anything? It's not going to make him want to be a better father or a better man. Only God can do that. That's something God has to change in him for him to be a better man and father for you and the baby. You... Throwing things, kicking and screaming, and trying to get him to understand how hurt you are and how he should and shouldn't be doing this and that. It's not going to work. So just calm down. Calm all the way down. Bring it down a notch and focus on you and that baby and let him do whatever it is he's going to do. Because in the end, God is going to take care of him. He's going to get what's coming to him. And no matter what you do or what you say, it's not going to change his mind. It's not going to make him be a better man for you. It's not going to make him be a better man for the child. That God has to change his mind. God has to change his heart. And you acting a fool until God does it, it's not going to do anything but make you, make you feel bad. Because what happens is, while you're so focused on what he's doing, he li- he's living his life. Honestly, he is living his life. He's living his best life. He's doing what he wants. He's going where he wants to go. He's spending his money on what he wants to spend his money on. And if it's not on the baby, there is nothing you can do about that. Absolutely nothing. You can put him on child support. And even if he's behind on child support, you know, you kicking and screaming, it's not going to make him pay child support. It's just going to run up your blood pressure. It's going to make you look stupid. At the end of the day. So save yourself the headache. Save yourself the trouble. And focus on. What you have going for yourself. Spend that energy. Focusing on. Making yourself a better, a better mother. Making yourself a better person. Spend that energy. Focusing on your future. Focusing on what you can do. To make your life better. Whether he helps you or not. Spend that time in prayer and in meditation. Go exercise. Go find things and hobbies that you enjoy. Find ways to spend uh, quality time with your baby. You know, just, you know, let all of that anger and frustration go because all it does is drain you. It's like, it's like drinking poison because that's what... That's what resentment and anger and frustration does. It, it drains you, it makes you feel bad. It's it's like drinking poison. You're just slowly killing your spirit. Don't do that to yourself. Love yourself enough to know that it is okay to let him be. Love your baby. Enough to know that it is okay to let him be. You don't want your baby to see you all worked up and cursing and crying all the time. That's not anything that you want your, your child to see. Because that has an effect on on your child. So, um, that's all I got for this first episode of Baby Mama Drama. Uh, basically, I keep getting text messages. And I'm trying to ignore them. So basically, uh, focus focus less on Him. Focus more on you. Focus more on your relationship with the Lord. Focus more on your future. Focus more on what will make you a better person. Because in the end, you are going to have to answer for everything that you do and say. It's not what he does. It's about what you do. You're going to have to give an answer for that. And you want to be able to say that you handled it well. I couldn't say that at first. I did not handle it well. I was just pissed off all the time. And I don't want you to walk around pissed off all the time. All it did was drain me. And I walked around. I was like a zombie. Like I was smiling. At people. But on the inside. I was slowly just. I was torn. I was broken. And I wanted him to feel that. And at the end of the day. He still didn't feel that. And I did all of that for nothing. And it almost cost me. My best friend. It almost cost me. My best friend. I'm telling you. So just save yourself the trouble. Focus on other things, not on him. I can't say it enough because I hear women ask me. I mean, I hear women just in general talking about their their baby daddies and how they hate him and how he's not doing this and not doing that. And I'm just like, stop focusing on what he's not doing. Focus on what you can do. Seriously, you focusing on what he's not doing is not going to make him do it. It just is not. So, please don't do that. It will drive you up the wall. I mean, just don't do it. Focus on other things. And let me tell you, better yet, focus on... There's this scripture that says, when you keep your mind on the Lord... I'm just going to you know, paraphrase it. When you keep your mind on the Lord, when you go into worship and in prayer and praise... You'll have so much peace. You won't have time to to focus on what he's doing. Let God take care of that. Because all you have to do when he walks away is turn to your father, your heavenly father, and say, Lord, this is what we need. This is what we need. I don't know how we're going to get it, but I know you're going to provide it. Because your word said that you will. Your word said that you won't leave me or forsake me. Your word said that you um, you will meet all of my needs. You are the God of the heaven and the earth. All of this is yours. You know what I need. So I'm expecting you to give it to me. I'm trusting you to give it to me. And watch God give it to you. I am a living witness. Watch him give it to you, but you got to have faith and you have to work on being a better person for yourself. You can't walk around being angry and bitter and hateful and vindictive all the time thinking God is going to bless you. No, you got to give all of that stuff up. You got to give all of that stuff up in order for God to move in a mighty way. That's all I'm saying. So focus less on the sperm donor. Focus more on yourself and your relationship with the Lord. Put God first. Focus on those kids and just do what you got to do and watch God make a way. And that's all I have for today for this first episode of Baby Mama Drama. My name is Robin Terry. I am your sister in hope and healing. Follow me on Facebook at Dr. Robin Terry, Twitter. Or Instagram at Divine Diamond D-V-I-N-E, Diamond. You can also follow or subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Let's Talk. Um, and don't forget to go out and buy my book, Resilient, My Story, God's Glory. It is a great book to read. It would be a blessing to you. It's a beautiful cover, too. Um, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. I love you. And until next time, peace and blessings.